welcome back to What She Said. I'm your host, Lucy Leucraft, a journalist, blogger and podcaster based in Brighton, and you're listening to Series 4, Episode 9, How I Make Money Blogging. It's actually almost my two-year anniversary of podcasting, and in fact, as I record it, it is. (laughs) It's today. So um, (laughs) that's pretty exciting. I'm midway through some podcast consulting for a corporate client and three weeks into my podcast course, and I'm very feeling very podcasting old. Is that a thing? <laughs> I'm going to make it a thing. So I hope you're enjoying these solo chats, by the way. I am really enjoying the combination of solo and interview episodes. Although I know that that means that you have a little bit less listening time. Um, but that might also be a good thing. So <laughs> all's well that ends well. Before we jump in, I wanted to say a massive thanks to um, the five-star reviews this week. So thank you to Home Rose, Anna B6, My Custard Pie and Becca Loves Lula who all left five-star reviews. Leaving a review makes a big difference to whether what she said is buried in the iTunes ether or not. So thank you. Okay, let's dive into today's episode. So I never expected to chat about this topic because, quite frankly, I never expected to make a decent income when I started this blog. So when I did, I really didn't expect to be one of those bloggers who writes about how they made six figures through blogging or scored so many free products they were crushed under the weight of them. Okay, that last line might be made up. I don't think I've ever read that. But recently I shared that I might write this on my Instagram and I had an overwhelming amount of DMs saying, yes, please write this, which shouldn't surprise me because really, how often do any of us talk about money? In particular, how and how much money we make. I'm not a huge proponent of everyone writing income reports and demanding 100% transparency 100% of the time, each to their own. But on the flip side, I do think those of us who throw shade at the lack of lucidity in the industry have an obligation to put our money where our mouths are, haha, and share what we're asking others to. First off, I won't be publishing jazzy pie charts or monthly reports of how my income is flexed up or down. I won't be sharing my outgoings or talking you through my secret pastry addiction. I will be sharing the breakdown of everything I earn right now how I do it, and my rough rates for each. So a little bit of background first. When I first started my blog, I was traveling, and I did the most random things to make ends meet, seriously. Mostly social media management, which I'm really bad at, and uh, very poorly paid freelance writing gigs, mostly for other people's blogs um, and online kind of travel sites. That all changed when I came home to London, when my living wage was significantly higher, um, Oh, sorry, my living costs were significantly higher. I temped in offices for office angels doing admin work. Then I worked in-house for Lonely Planet Traveller magazine. I was still travelling quite a lot and I was in the kind of travel blogger sphere or cliques. Um, so I picked up some work with a big, a really big travel blog um, doing the founder of social media management. I managed their Instagram as well as for the agency that he also managed. Um, I did some editing for him and blog writing. That was really crappy money. Um, And as I wasn't the favourite, I never got the trips that he'd promised would be given on a first come first served basis when I took the role. But it was great for networking. And I was fairly quickly approached for a role with a huge travel blogger in um, New York. That was really exciting. And the role was actually remote, but the first week involved training with his team in New York 
and I was seriously pinching myself when I was shortlisted. However, said potential boss told current boss I'd applied to current, so current boss sacked me (laughs) and I didn't get the new job. So uh, yeah, that was pretty awkward. Luckily, I (laughs) I was in the right place at the right time. So I started working with Traverse Events, doing anything and everything for their digital agency. Not only was it the most fun ever, I got also got my teeth stuck properly into freelance life, networking, hustling, ugh, I hate that word, and generally just learning loads. But freelance writing was always my first love. So again, I lucked out and landed my second ever staff writer role for The Express. Total baptism by fire going from full-time freelancer to full-time tabloid journalist, but it taught me everything I know. I left when I was five months pregnant with an IS, which brings us to where we are now. So deep breath. Here's everything I earn, how I do it and how I make money blogging. Number one, freelance writing. Journalism has long been my bread and butter. And in the year after I left the Express, I was making a decent monthly income purely from cold pitching newspapers and magazines. It's only recently I've understood how rare it is for freelancers to make 100% of their income from writing the sexy stuff. Honestly, most of my journal colleagues earn a chunk here, a chunk there, usually making money through things like PR consulting, writing for trade mags, copywriting, all sorts of stuff. In truth, I was incredibly lucky and naive. Now freelance writing makes up a much smaller chunk and that's on purpose. I no longer crave those bylines. I crave ease. I crave a decent income and I simply don't have the time to invest into it. Although I have to add a disclaimer here, I've read a fair few times from bloggers that freelance writing isn't where the big bucks are. That's true when you're a blogger writing occasionally as opposed to building relationships with editors and writing professionally. I do think not to be a massive snob, I do think there's a difference between a blogger scoring the occasional byline than a freelance journalist. Number two, affiliate income. Okay, so this is a pretty small part of my income, but it has been bigger in the past. I use three main affiliate networks, Amazon, Skimlinks and Affilinet. In truth, I haven't focused very hard on this for a few years, um, but I probably make about sometimes about 100 quid a month across the board. And I utilize a few referral programs for things I use and love, which gives me money off stuff as opposed to cold, hard cash. However, I recently closed my zero waste shop page because so much of the stuff was from unethical companies. So Amazon. Um, So and I've if you listen to my episode on conflicting values, you'll know that I really struggle with this. It's money that I can't necessarily walk away from, but it's I'm trying to. I'm trying to mix it up and have more ethical affiliates. So number three, brand collaborations. In the past, I've done lots of brand collaborations. um, But now this makes up a very small part of my job, mostly because I have a small audience. But previously, I've made around 150 to 200 pounds per Instagram or blog post. Um, But I recently signed up for Whaler, where I earned well, absolutely nothing. So I closed my account. That was a bit disastrous. Overall, I don't love working with brands. It's really hard to find a good match for me. And those who are often have very small budgets. So I'm more comfortable working with brands on a uh, 
brands that really align with my values and then on a kind of gifting basis um or like a you know working with them within their budget than push to make the majority of my income through brand brand collaborations I also can't be asked to grow my audience (laughs) so courses is the next one and this is where I was able to take control of my income Um, and the feast of famine cycle was a little less raw having said that there was still a month where I made 5k and a month where I made 200 pounds so (laughs) such is life I started with a very simple self-paced course hosted by Teachable and ended last year with two more, more intensive courses taught live by me. Um, and I've currently switched again, or not switched as such, but I've um, my podcast course is completely over email with a Facebook group. So you get PDFs and audio and video. It's probably that and the freelance writing course are the ones that I'm probably most proud of. Um yeah they seem to really help people however I wanted scalability and less one-to-one time because time is precious and I don't have any (laughs) so I've got a toddler and I've got another one on the way and I don't have a a whole heap of time to um, do coaching calls and VIP calls and mentoring and stuff like that so I digged into price points teaching platforms um, and I now have a program of courses that I'll probably release up until maternity leave that will hopefully be less time intensive more affordable for students and provide a source of reliable income second to last or penultimate is consulting and training so without realizing it i've always consulted for others a while back it was for bloggers wanting to strategize and now it's for business owners needing digital marketing guidance i thought i wanted this to be a big part of my business but i don't So I do this on a word of mouth basis and I don't advertise my services massively. I've done corporate podcast training right through to SEO strategy. And even though I'm saying I don't want it to be a massive part of my job, it is one of the most fun bits of my job. I really enjoy it. Um, So on consulting and training, I typically make anything between £250 to £500 um, per consulting client, depending on whether they the work is a half or a full day, how much prep is needed. Um, People are really, really the corporate kind of consulting tends to be podcasts. um, And that's something I'm really, really enjoying doing. Lastly, a very new part a very new income stream for me is Patreon. So like I say, this is a very new income stream for me and I put it in place to fund the podcast. Last season of What She Said, I had two sponsors um, which brought in almost, well, £1,800 in total. But this season, my outgoings are exactly the same. Um, But I wanted to find a way to fund the podcast without them. So my Patreon is 100% for the podcast, in theory, <laughs> but I I only have, I have nine patrons at the moment, um, and I'm super lucky that two of them are on a higher tier, um, so actually I'm almost, I'm like $8 off my monthly goal, which is great. And I've now set myself a a goal to fund another podcast through Patreon as well. It's quite a lot of work, but it's it's rewarding because 
it's kind of a small community and they're paying you and you're giving them you're giving them stuff which is really nice and it's incredible that people um value my work to the point where they want to essentially donate i should say though that the higher tiers get a monthly coaching call with me um which when i worked out the cost is actually quite good value because the top tier is 35 dollars a month and they only get a half an hour coaching call but an hour coaching call with me would typically cost um a hundred a hundred pounds so it's pretty good (laughs) and they get all the other benefits as well like uh early ad-free podcast access i do a behind the scenes video every month and um what else you get discount on courses anyway this isn't a plug for patreon but that's kind of a quite a rewarding income stream that i've set up so that's it that's how I make money blogging (laughs) and you should know that my blog traffic has decreased over time for various reasons um and my income has increased so never worry about numbers I think actually there's a blog post that I wrote specifically about this why you don't need numbers to be successful there's also something a podcast episode with Jessica Rose Williams where we talked about getting honest about your blog numbers um and both speak to the fact that you don't have to have 100,000 followers or monthly views to be a success. I hope you enjoyed the show. Let me know. I'm around on Instagram always or Twitter at Lucy Lucroft. Um, you can find show notes for this episode at lucylucroft.com forward slash series S4E9. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoy it. You can get in touch with me on Twitter or Instagram. I'm at Lucy Lucroft. I'd love you to leave a review for the show if you have time. All of the information that we chatted about in this episode is in the show notes. You can find everything at lucylucroft.com forward slash podcast. See you next week. Oh, 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 oh,